Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from user father-in-law said no from the relationship subreddit and says, my girlfriend, 25, and I, 27 male, have been together for five years. Today, I asked her father, 59, for his blessing to post her on the coming weekend, and he said no. Carl equals girlfriend's father because Carl the Lama. Some background, we've been in a relationship for five years and living together for four. And this is the best, most satisfying relationship I've had in all my life. She works in the healthcare industry and her kindness towards those in need and less privileged than her is what drew me to ask her out in the first place. In the last four years between us, there have been some little fights and only one big fight. The fight happened in October 2014. She planned for a lunch with Carl, which I had to miss because of work-related emergency. He called me later that night saying that I don't show him the respect he deserves and I'm always trying to get out of family events because I don't want to be around him. Which is not true because half of the planning and organizing on his birthday was on me and it was a big event. In the morning, I told girlfriend about his call and she brushed it off as him being intoxicated. The next weekend, when we went to her parents' place for family dinner, Carl was extremely hostile towards me but I kept silent about it until he said I should not have missed the lunch. Every other Sunday is family dinner at her folks' place and I rarely miss it, so I didn't think it was a big deal. I apologized to him and said that I'd make up for it in some way. At the next dinner, I bought a bunch of smart wearable accessories for him because girlfriend suggested he was interested in them. He refused to accept the gift and when I insisted, he walked out saying he needs some air. I had no clue what was going on and girlfriend's mum was mortified apologizing to me over and over again for Carl's behavior. When we got home, I asked girlfriend if there was something going on, which she was not telling me. At first, she tried to brush it off, but then she said it was my fault for not seeing that her father was not interested in being buddies and wanted my respect, not friendship. This was a complete surprise to me because I never really thought of him as anything more than her father. We would just watch the game together sometimes and chat about it later but that was the extent of our social interaction. Girlfriend said I need to earn his respect and I told her I had done nothing wrong. That's when the fight started, but a few days later, Carl called me and said he liked the watch and other accessories. That's his way of declaring truce, I guess. After that, I was always extra careful never to miss any event with them. Last June, girlfriend's mother died and it was an incredibly difficult time for everyone. I tried to be as supportive towards the whole family as I could. I cut down my work hours to spend more time with them. Girlfriend and I started cooking the family dinner at his place because she thought it would be better for him to see the house alive with people again. We made it an every week event for a while just to spend more time with him. 
Multiple times we made extra effort to host family events, and once we even flew his elder sister over for his birthday. I thought he would warm up to me a little, but I guess I was wrong. Which brings us to today. Girlfriend is away for the week on work-related stuff, so I planned the whole proposal. I was going to decorate apartment like a planetarium with stars and planets and write, Will you marry me in the stars? It's from friends which she is obsessed with. I wanted to start the preparations with his blessing because that way he would feel good about me asking him first and he'd feel included also. I planned a lunch with him for today to ask for his blessing. I told him how much respect I had for him and that I wish one day I could be as good as a father as he was. And when I asked for his blessing for the marriage, he blew up. He was absolutely livid, saying that a daughter deserves a better man and that he never really liked me much and I'd always hoped the relationship would end. He said all the ass kissing I was doing last year had showed that I just wanted to appear like a good man to girlfriend and didn't mean any of that. I was so shocked because this is not how I expected it to go at all. I left him still spewing hate, told him and his wife everything but they are just as shocked as I am. I spent the day at their place and got home about two hours ago. Not sure how to proceed now or even what to do. Should I tell girlfriend that her father said no? Should I proceed as if nothing had happened? But now I'm drinking and playing video games. What should I do Reddit? Note, I've kept a lot of details intentionally vague because girlfriend and her siblings are active on Reddit. Now, your potential future father-in-law has told you exactly where he stands and you know, that would be the end of that relationship for me. I'm not going to stand there and, you know, try to be nice to him and all this kind of thing when he's not respecting you either. He, you know, he's all this stuff about, you know, earning his respect, but he's not showing you any of that. And many people don't agree with this whole asking for blessings and stuff like that, that in today's day and age. But, you know, he wasn't asking him for his permission in this. So you can ask your girlfriend anyway. And I think, you know, from my personal point of view, if I was in your position, I'd be telling your girlfriend, I'd be setting up boundaries and saying, he doesn't like me. I'm not having anything to do with him no more. And girlfriend's got to decide what she wants to do with that information in the end. And a user quotes OP where he said he was absolutely livid and then says, there are some people that don't trust kindness. You can't win them over. Everything is always a suspect or sign of deviousness. I'll tell your girlfriend about this before you propose. She needs to know what she's going to walk into with her family before she says yes to you. Hopefully she still wants to marry and is prepared to deal with her family appropriately. If so, you get married without his blessing and stop trying with this guy. Just ignore him from now on and avoid her family events whenever possible. He has to have a change of heart in order to treat you decently. So let him experience absence and grow a desire to change and not drive people away. And after that comment and just looking back at it as well, and the girlfriend keep brushing off this kind of behavior from father. And I have to say that she's also enabling this. She's, don't worry about it. He was just intoxicated, excusing his behavior and the way he's being shitty towards you, which is also not on. Another commenter says, propose to your girlfriend anyway. Asking the father's permission is archaic and ridiculous. If you and your girlfriend love each other, it doesn't matter if daddy approves or not. Edit. Obviously, if it's something she thinks is important, then you have an issue. If not, ignore a jerk-off dad and marry her. Another user says propose to her anyway. You're both adults and you know where her father stands. If she wants to marry you, she will marry you whether or not he approves. And if he doesn't, he will come around just like he came around with the wearables. At the same time, I think you've been brown-nosing him too much, which is understandable, but you have a life. You have a good excuse for not being there and he can be more understanding of that. 
you can be more assertive. He'll respect you for standing up for yourself. And another user says, this'll get buried, but heck, this kind of guy I would choose battle. In no roundabout way, tell him you will fight for a hand. <laughs> Roll your sleeves up and get your fists ready. Either he'll fight you and win, but respect you for fighting and potentially change his mind, or you win and he has to suck it up. Pretty sure he would leave his crap at the door after this though. Come on, man. I just put some sort of wild situation in my hand, like this guy turned up to the dad, knocking on the door. Future father-in-law, I'm here for your blessing. Can I marry your daughter? He turns around and says, no. Well, a jewel it is. Meet me in the garden at sunrise. Bring your jeweling pistols. <laughs> oh, man. And roughly around three years later, Opie made another post in the relationship advice subreddit and said, I'm trapped in a marriage I think is one-sided and I need advice. I'm not sure what I would get out of this. I feel like writing it all down and having a stranger over it might give me some mental clarity. But I think at this point, there's no way to salvage our marriage. Also, English is not my native language, so apologies for any errors which cause misunderstandings. I've been in a relationship with my wife for almost nine years now, married for two. Our relationship has been, for the most part, a fulfilling and satisfying one for the both of us. It seems like I'm making self-congratulating posts, but we've become better people by virtue of being together. I'm an old-fashioned person, so it was difficult to meet a woman who liked the things I liked and had the opinions I had. The only unsavory part of our relationship over the years has been my relationship with my father-in-law, my wife and I rarely have disagreements, so most of the major fights we've had were because of our father. I want to be clear here that I don't hate him. I respect the guy. He sacrificed a lot in his personal life in order to provide for his family and to make sure my wife was raised with love and care. I used to look up to him in the earlier years of the relationships. He and my mother-in-law would host a family twice every week. When I first started dating their daughter, it took me by surprise how close they were as a family. I really like the family events with these picturesque dinners of mild conflicts and contentment. With how close my wife was with all of her siblings and her parents too. Early on in the relationship, I think I freaked out my wife by how much I enjoyed being at her parents' house. Her mother was a saint of a woman who gave me so much love from the get-go. She would always make sure I was included in family activities and often reserved a seat for me at the family dinner right next to her. Talking to me like I was one of her own. I remember one time I was over at their place and had to get back to the city for work. It was getting pretty late when I got up to leave and it had been snowing. She came down from her room when I was leaving with an overcoat of her husband saying I should take the coat with me, just in case. I know it was because she knew my car got cold those days. It was a piece of shit car getting to the end of its life. She didn't want me to feel like she thought less of me just because I made less money than my wife. These little mum things she would do made me love her so much. Anyway, the reason I bring up my mother-in-law was because I think she was the reason her husband was accepting to me at the time. She died four years ago and it somehow changed him. I think his love meter broke or something. He started acting like I somehow slighted him all the time. Like one time my wife and I were bringing over some groceries and restocking everything and I thought it would be nice to stay for dinner and cook for him. While he was out for his evening walk, wife and I prepared a nice dinner. At dinner, he thanked my wife for it. She mentioned that I did most of the work for it and he kind of looked at me and just stopped talking. Another time in September of 2016, we were staying at his place for the weekend because we were cooking the family dinner. 
Early morning, wife and I were sitting on the breakfast counter, just starting our day. And we thought he was out because he was usually the first one up. I hit my wife on her leg over a stupid pun or something, and I guess he saw because he came over and started yelling at me about not being raised right and being a woman beater. He said a lot of extremely toxic things about me before my younger sister-in-law came into the kitchen and practically dragged him out. My wife repeatedly said that it was a joke, but he wouldn't accept the explanation, saying she sticks up for me. Similarly, I remember one time, this was when his wife was alive. I bought him a gift and he straight up refused to accept it in front of the whole family. My wife's mother, brother and his family, including sister-in-law, both sisters, their husbands and the elder sister's kid were there. It was such a humiliating experience for me. I just wanted the man to not hate me all the time. I think my mother-in-law forced him to accept the gift after a few days and made him apologize to me. After my mother-in-law died, he changed. It was like his filter was gone. He would stay in his room a lot, only come out for his errands and walks. He wouldn't watch the games with me saying, I talk too much. He wouldn't let me fix anything at the house despite me practically living there and having done a lot of work in the house in the past. A popular theory among my friends was that he hated me because I was too close to his wife, which sounds so absurd. She was a maternal figure in my life and I can't for the life of me understand why that would piss him off. She was nice to everyone. My wife is nice to everyone too, to the point of it being a fault. My mother-in-law used to say that she had four sons, her son, two husbands of my wife's sisters and me. Just not like I was inappropriately close with a woman. I've discussed this with my wife a lot too, but she is always insistent that my relationship with her mother has nothing to do with it. My wife is the youngest daughter, so she treats her father with a lot of love and respect. Early on in our relationship, his behavior wasn't an issue, and by the time it became an issue, we were already too serious for me to break it off over this. Everyone else in her family likes me as far as I know. I've been invited over by both of her sisters at multiple times for lunches, dinners, favors, etc., Everyone treats me like I'm family. I've talked to the eldest sister about why their father hates me, but she always maintained that he doesn't hate me. She says he loves his youngest daughter a lot and has always been a difficult person to please. And honestly, I can see that it's true. On an average day, he's most tolerant of me out of all of his sons-in-law. But they all live in different cities or states and wife and I live in the same neighborhood. So he gets to see me more. I'm sure a part of his resentment is because of that too. After my mother-in-law died, we were all heartbroken. A few days after her funeral when everyone was starting to leave, my wife and I were going through some of the stuff that her mother left her. She started getting choked up about the fact that the house felt like it had died with her. We decided that we're going to take on the mantle of cooking for family dinners like our mum used to do. It was a pretty big responsibility considering the family is almost never all together except maybe one holiday a year. Sometimes it would just be my father-in-law, brother-in-law and his family and us. It was actually really nice for a while. Everyone kept visiting once in a while and the routine was nice. I was glad to have more time for family and not being harassed by father-in-law. It felt like he was warming up to me. At that time, wife and I started talking about marriage and it just felt right. I don't think I was ever more sure about anything than about marrying my wife at the time. There was a brief moment before the engagement where she and I got into a fight but things worked out nicely got engaged in May and it just set things in motion. My wife is the youngest child in her family and she got a lot of positive attention from her siblings. They kept her mother's wedding accessories for her which honestly was just a nice thing to do and slowly over the months it became this big and happy event in our family. 
winter of 2016 when we got married and my wife sat me down and asked me if it'd be okay to move back in with her father to take care of him. I think that was the moment where I made the stupidest decision of my life when I said yes. I was blinded by love. Not just for my wife, but for her family. For her mother, who I miss so much. For her father, who liked me but never really accepted me. And for her siblings, who liked me like I was their own. I just thought about what would be best for everyone else. A month after we moved in, my father-in-law asked his son if he could come stay with them for a while. At the time, it felt like a good thing that he was moving past the grief of his wife's death. But I don't think that's why he visited his son. He just wanted to get out of the house because of me. A few weeks later when he got back, his passive-aggressive bullshit started again. But this time, it was just constant nagging over small, petty things. I moved the chair. No, I didn't. I broke the thermostat. No, I changed it for good measure. I forgot to put the tools back. I messed up the library. Things like that. Almost if I'm a child who's unwanted in the house. May 2017, we had a huge fight and I gave my wife a choice to either live with me or live with her father. That made her have a fight with her father and she decided she was going to move out because, in her own words, he is never going to accept you as his son. He's delusional in grief. So we moved out but still lived close by it because both our jobs were quite close. Our moving out, however, messed up the whole family dinner tradition as our father refused to come to our place for dinners and we couldn't afford to host the whole family in our small apartment. It became a logistical nightmare. So our brother stepped up and said he was going to do it. I think their father was really mad at me for ruining the tradition because at every single dinner I had with him, he wanted nothing to do with me. I actually liked it this way because it was nice to not be attacked or defended all the time. But my wife started resenting me for it I think a younger sister and brother did too. It's been almost two years since we moved out. I don't attend family dinners with much regularity, maybe once a month if I'm being generous. I also got busier at work, so I've been spending less time with wife during the weekdays, which I prefer because her resentment towards me is making it a very difficult situation. She goes over to her brother's house every other weekend, and the other weekend is spent at her father's place where her brother's family and she get together for dinner. The only person on my side is my older sister-in-law because she thinks her father has treated me badly. She's visited us twice over the last year and it's the only time I've gotten any affection from my in-laws. It feels like up until two years ago, I had a huge family who all loved me and now I'm getting more and more lonely by the month. I can't help but feel that the marriage has changed our lives for the worse. It's been more than two months since my wife and I have been intimate in our bedroom. It's been a lot longer since we've had a date for ourselves. I'm at a complete loss as to what I can do to improve things. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So on the back of this one, the great Goatsy asks OP, they said, this was quite a journey and I feel awful for you, man. If I may ask, have you at any point sat down with your father-in-law to speak calmly about how his treatment of you affects not only you, but your marriage? 
Have you ever attempted to ask him straight up what his problem with you is? This sounds like an extremely tense environment that's been made so much worse through the passivity of everyone involved. The loss of your mother-in-law clearly struck the entire family and the devastation is still palpable. Communication is poor between everyone. I think if you hope to save your marriage, the two of you should start couples therapy. The professional opinion of an impartial third party could really help with the situation as a whole. OP replies that and says, couples therapy is something I wanted to look into, but I think my wife feels like I've become a villain in her life and she just wants to maintain the status quo because she's afraid of divorce as I am. I've been talking about therapy for some time, so I bring it up to my wife and see how things proceed. Then OP quotes the section about speaking to father-in-law calmly and says, I've tried a number of times. I tried to do that when my mother-in-law was alive too. He always maintained that I was not the right man for his daughter and was a phony person like I was putting up a show of niceness. The last couple of years, I think there's too much bad blood between us for us to sit down together man to man and talk it out. He's not necessarily a big feelings guy. I'm ashamed to admit that at times, I thought if the reason he has accepted me is because I'm the only son-in-law who makes less money than my wife does. They are a really rich family. And it was really obvious from the first time I was invited over at their place. Opie then gives us another smaller update and says, Some folks have messaged me asking for an update, so I thought I could post it here instead of personal messages. I've been reading a lot of relationship help books and tried to talk to my wife many times. However, the fact is, she and I just don't work as a couple anymore. I'm no longer a priority in her life and I'm not okay with it. So last month, I decided to talk to my lawyer and initiate divorce. It's been a really stressful time, especially from almost all of her family. But at this point, I just want to look after myself and recover myself from this relationship. The folks at Dead Bedrooms have been helpful as well. I read through so many posts there, which kind of opened my eyes to the nature of my marriage. Once again, thank you people who helped me in my previous post. So this year, November 2023, OP makes a new post. Just before we get into it, they got married in 2017 and divorced in 2020. The title of this post was My ex-wife, female 33 and I, male 35, recently reconnected after she went through a bad breakup. Is it bad that I want to get back together with my ex-wife because of how lonely I am? There's some context to why we got divorced, but it will take too long to explain here. The summary is that I could not get along with her family and mostly her father, and that made my marriage an unhappy place for me. Her father always hated me and at one point told me that my ex-wife deserved better than me. If you want to read about my relationship with him, it's in the previous posts. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to provide links. But after our divorce, I lost a lot of family and friends. I was very involved with family on her side and losing them all at the same time because we got divorced made things difficult for me. I'm an immigrant here, so I did not have many friends outside of my ex-wife's family. During the divorce process, the COVID lockdown started and that killed all my relationships with her side of the family. And I was really lonely here for a long time. I tried to go on dates, but the dating culture is so different now than 15 years ago. I could not find a person I wanted to spend more time with, but I think it was in part my fault too. And the one person who showed interest in long-term dating, she was much younger than me. I did not like her friends and her friends were not thrilled with me either. So that relationship kind of died in 2021. Since then, I've stopped going on dates even and I've lost touch with some friends and acquaintances because of COVID or maybe because of age and not having a wife. Like they are all family men now, so making time is a difficult thing. But anyway, I saw my ex-wife a few times in the last two years and we exchanged some quick words about well-being, but nothing substantial. I knew she lost her father due to COVID and I told her I was sorry for her loss because he loved her very much. 
She also told me she was dating a younger man and it was going well. However, we never sat down for tea or anything. It just never happened. But two months ago, I got a message from her saying she wanted to meet for lunch. During this lunch, she told me a relationship of one year and some months was not going well and she was thinking of breaking up with her boyfriend. She and him did not agree on kids or not having kids and she did not see a future with him. We kept in touch through the last two months and 12 days ago, she broke up with him. She told me a part of the reason was that after talking to me, she remembered how it was with me when we first started dating and how it was not the same with her boyfriend. She and I have been talking a lot in the last few weeks. Since the breakup, the first thing she does after waking up every morning is message me. And then two days ago, she called at seven in the morning saying she was at my door with some food. I'd been feeling ill, but I don't remember when I told her. However, she came with a lot of home-cooked foods and soups, which she knows I like. It felt like we are back in time 10 years ago. It's been a very confusing time since then. I'm not sure what I feel. I think I'm starting to love her again. She pays me so much attention, which is nice. She also keeps sending me food or bringing it herself. And then last night, she spent the night because I was too ill to get up and clean after myself. Nothing happened between us, but at the same time, I think she wants to talk about us dating again. Maybe, and I will admit, all the attention and food and other gestures of love and care are starting to feel incredible. I'm not sure who to talk to about this. I think I need to keep her away for a few days to be able to think clearly. It has been so long since I felt this good about myself. And a lot of our relationship problems were from how her father acted with me. I keep thinking maybe we can try again and this time it will be better. Any advice or anyone wants to talk to help me think here, I'd really appreciate it. And we do have another little further update in a second. And the comments, there was a couple of comments, you know, saying probably get back into this relationship and it revert to the same kind of relationship that you had before the breakup. Things might change now where father's not in the picture. Other people saying could give it a try and rekindle your old relationship, etc. And I'm going to have to be honest in the way that this post made me feel. And I'm not sure whether it's right or wrong. I never am. <laughs> but just the feeling as I'm getting from reading the post and previous posts, other stories that I may have read may have skewed my views over time, you know. So I think that's fair to say. But I got to say, the update, this update has rubbed me the wrong way. It almost feels like you're a familiar, you're a safe relationship and she's just come out of a breakup so she's going to so she's going to go for you now. You're clearly in a very very vulnerable position. You mentioned several times that you're lonely and you know you're you're feeling down about that and you've got no one around you. So, of course, re receiving all this affection and and love towards you is going to feel absolutely fantastic. But that's also considered love bombing, which we've seen many a time in different stories obviously i can't guarantee that it is she might absolutely have fallen in love with you and everything's going to be perfect again i don't know that do i from what i'm personally seeing and the way that i'm feeling about this post it's concerning to me and then thinking about the rest of your story so far and the way that you was treated in the past yeah it, it just doesn't sit right with me of course people change people can be better she may have been poisoned by her father going to these family meals when you wasn't attending and you know he's whispering in her ear that you're not right for her, turning her against you but that's not your fault you didn't deserve that and you don't have to forgive the way that you was treated either if you don't want to sure you can talk to her get to know her but like i said i don't feel right about it so a couple of days after that post opie gives another update and says as for the update it is a mixed bag on Saturday, she came over to talk about our relationship and what we both wanted, what went wrong, etc. She asked to speak first and I really should have talked first instead, but I let her say her part. It was focused on her relationship with her whole family, how important her father was to her, how much involved everyone else was in her relationship with me. 
She said sorry for letting her family and her father in particular meddle in our marriage. One of the things which hurt me a lot was when she mentioned that her ex-boyfriend never wanted to be around her family and hated going to any family events or even to a simple dinner, etc. She said that's when she realized how much easier I'd made things for her in our marriage. It was incredibly hurtful because I remember telling her in so many different ways and at many times, even before the death of her mother, that I was okay with her family's involvement, but she needed to keep some distance between our relationship and her father in particular. She said that one time her father said something nasty directed at her ex-boyfriend, and after that time, he refused to be in the same room as him. And I told her that he was right in doing that. I reminded her of the time when her father told me, after five years of our relationship, that he did not want to give me his blessing for asking you to marry. I don't know why, but hearing her say that she saw her family's behavior towards her boyfriend and that was what helped her see how toxic they can be was really hurtful. Like my feelings and my protest did not matter to her as much. I told her that and she had tears in her eyes. She said sorry a lot of times about it. She said she was young and inexperienced at first and then after her mother died, she was scared of losing her father and anything I said about him was difficult for her to hear because of that. I remember one time we were hosting the family dinner and her father said hurtful things about my cooking and I brought it up with her from one of her siblings and she refused to hear me. Even when her sister told her she should listen because I was right. Anyway, when we got talking about her father, the conversation kind of got away from me. We ended up talking about him for like two hours. I think she wanted to get a lot of it off her chest too. It was very emotional and exhausting though, as afterwards I did not have the energy to continue talking. I really wished I had talked first because I wanted to talk to her about our problems in the bedroom as well. But we had to make food first. She was saying how much she missed cooking with me and being around each other. I guess that's another thing her ex-boyfriend did not appreciate about her. After making lunch together, we just sat eating and talking about the few times we had some time for ourselves when we were married. She mentioned how much she liked going on two road trips we took together after we got married. For context, we used to have a lot more time when we first started dating as we were still studying. But then after getting jobs and having to take care of a house, it slowly diminished. After we finished lunch, I was too tired to continue our conversation, so we just kind of existed around each other for a little bit. We did talk about what we should not expect if we started dating. I told her I want to talk about our bedroom problems, but maybe not right away. She told me she wanted to say sorry for not listening to me about that too. She was a very selfish lover and told me it was a difficult thing for her to not realize she ignored my needs in the marriage. She said if we dated again, she wants us to see a relationship counselor together and by herself to make our dating life better. I think it is a good idea to talk to someone who can help me explain my side of things to her. I'm not confident how helpful the conversation can be if it's just the two of us. She has a tendency to talk over me or to agree with me but not let me say my part. I want to talk to her about it too, but I think it's better if I wait until we found some relationship counselor. But still, I think the outcome of the conversation yesterday was good. I want to ask her out on a date tonight for maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. She went back to her house last night and I missed her presence around me a lot. I don't know if that's a good sign or if it means that I'm too lonely. When she was here yesterday, she got a call from one of her siblings and she mentioned me by name. I was not listening in, but I just heard her say my name and my ears pricked up on that part. I feel like that should be a good sign too. Or maybe I'm just desperate to look for anything positive and take that as a sign. She wanted to come over today, but I told her I'm feeling much better and she doesn't need to cook for me today. Also, I spent the morning today looking through our old pictures together. It was nice to remember the person she used to be. I feel like yesterday, I saw a little bit of that person in her. Am I wrong to want to start something so soon? 
I know I said previously that I would wait, but waiting for the sake of it seems pointless. I do want to take things slow, but I want us to find a relationship counselor soon. But I'm afraid I will lose her if I show no interest. And I still feel the same after that update, especially when OP saying, you know, how lonely they are and things like that. And you're receiving this affection. I think it would really skew your view. Obviously, you need to make the decision that you need to make in the end. But I didn't think getting back together is a good plan. In this update in itself, you mentioned she has a tendency to talk over you and agree with you, but not let, actually let you say your part. She's not actually listened to you again. And my mind keeps casting back. You know, she, you said that she was talking to her siblings and they all turned their back on you by the sounds of it when, when they all went to these dinners and they didn't want much to do with you anymore during the whole divorce part. And it was just like one of the previous comments said, it just feels like if you was to get back together, hypothetical situation that the whole situation could revert to what it was before. You know, father isn't in the picture, but it still felt like it was the same with some of the other family members too. And she would quickly switch to them if, you know, you had an argument or something like that. She doesn't have your back in this, if you like. Like I said, maybe I've read one too many stories, you know. So that brings me nicely to, what's your opinion on this story? What would you advise to OP? Do you think there is a relationship in this in the future? How would you tackle that? Do you think counseling is going to get them through it? Or do you think the loneliness is playing a part in this? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. And thank you for sharing your love with the OPs of the stories as well. So thank you very, very much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love to you. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.